welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here just outside of Seattle and it is gorgeous. Fall is my absolute favorite weather in the Northwest. It's because it was so hot, you know, um, in the summer. <laughs> it's like all the flowers like come back to life, you, you know, like the leaves are turning beautiful orange and then all the like flowers that you have around your house, all the impatience, all the geraniums, their their colors are so vibrant right now. It's just beautiful. Yeah, things are starting to fall down a little bit. And of course, pumpkin spice latte is now back Ooh, on the menu. I'm just that saying sounds it, like fun. if you're into that, I think it's, it's still a little too early for the pumpkin spice latte. But hey, I'm not Starbucks. I don't make those big decisions. Oh, yeah. I don't think <laughs> it's too early. I already put an orange cat on my dining room Aww. table. I have a beautiful um, word. It's called. It says haunted. Mm-hmm. It's now on my uh, fireplace mantle. So no, I don't think it's too. I think it's fine to kind of start <laughs> creeping those out into the into the world. And I'm getting yeah. very excited because the Reiki workshop is coming up at the end of September. I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. We just finalized the menu for lunch and snacks and you know beverages throughout the day, and it's just going to be so wonderful. So for all of you who've signed up. All of you that are flying in or staying at the hotel that will be teaching at the lodge in, in Kenmore at St. Edwards Park. I'm so excited. I'm sending you energy. I'm actually teaching you already in the astral plane. I do this when um, when I teach a classes. I teach classes in the multi-sensory world before we actually meet in the physical so that it will just be a lot easier for you to integrate it and put it in your body and um, flow through class and have a wonderful time as well. It's good. Perfect. Sounds awesome. It's an amazing time in store for you and for everyone. And if you'd like to join us yeah. on the show today, it's the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We will start things off. Is that cool with Marie? Yeah. All right. right Le- All right. Let's take Sarah calling in from the Nevada area. Hi, Sarah. How's it going? Good. How are you? We're great. Thanks. Um, I just want to say uh, real quick, thanks for adding classes that um, that some of us that have irregularly irregular work hours can actually go to. Um, so I just wanted to say thanks. For You're welcome. You. I love online teaching. Like I had no idea how much I would love it, but it's just so fun. And everybody's kind of relaxed, hopefully, and at least their pajama bottoms, you know, with their favorite cup of beverage, able to go use the restroom when they need to and not fight crowds and wait in line. So you're very welcome. It's my pleasure. What can I do for you? Um, I was calling, um, I have a history of breast cancer. It was probably like nine years ago. Um, and then just found um, a lump and the radiologist says, um, to quote, highly suspicious of recurrent cancer. Um, and mm-hmm. it's all kind of over. Um, and so but I just feel like it's probably capsular contracture. Um, but I know they, they don't kind of say that lightly or whatever. Um, right. Especially can- radiologists. I mean, if it's a good radi- radiologist, I haven't, I know there's not great ones out there, but I haven't met one yet. Um, they have a weird canning ability to look at things from benign to malignant. 
So are you saying that he says it's dispersed throughout your breast tissue? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so they can't get me in because there's so many spots that they have to biopsy that they, it's going to take the whole day, right? So they wow. can't get me in for a long time. Right. Um, but it also happened to be on the same day that I had an appointment with Stanford to use my frozen egg. Um, huh. Oh, interesting. Like I said, this is kind of nine years ago. I, I just have to say that I my what if question on my own is just, you know, I love what if I, you know, my body loves me and I love my body. Um, right. And so well, I what think if... I'm in such a different space. I don't really. You are, which is really nice. You are. What if my body's happy? What if my body's happy? And you have a point. I mean, it is possible that these things aren't cancerous, right? Like they're not going to know until they do the biopsies, right? And they're suspicious because of your history. But it is kind of odd to go from zero to 100 in terms of something growing in your breast. Did they say anything about calcifications? Yeah, yeah. And then, okay. you know, some thickening of my lymph nodes and, um, yeah, but I'm just wondering, you know, did I, because I'm taking prenatal vitamins and peptides and antioxidants, that could I have accidentally said the cancer when I'm just trying to, like, get healthy? No, no, th those things aren't going to lead to cancer. Like, hormones can lead to cancers and eating really unhealthy food, but those things aren't going to lead to cancer. Uh, so I'm, I'm just sending tons of energy to your breast tissue right now, just a ton, as if there's, like, you know, a hundred... Um, I, I, they look like jets to me, but like a hundred jets just flying all the way to you and then all the way to your breast tissue and then the energy sinking in. I think it would be really fun to continue using the phrase, what if my entire body is completely happy? I think that's a really great idea. And even when I look at your heart chakra, I don't see leaking happening, which is a telltale sign of, you know, potentially something within the structures of the upper chest could be affected, right? And so I don't see that. I'm in your auric field. I'm in the third layer of your auric field. Do you do you tend to be self-critical? Uh, yeah. Okay. And are you working on that? You know, because a lot of people are. It's not super unusual. Just a lot of people don't know that they are, right? Yeah, I know so I'm are... aware of that. And yeah, definitely work in progress, right? Yeah, so can you do a lot of internal nurturing? Like, I love you, you're amazing, you're incredible, uh, you're adorable, I love you, sweetheart. You know, can you just start being real, you could just say it silently in your head to really start sending positive energy to your body. And I'm gonna start working on the third layer of your auric field. Cause sometimes when some people's bodies look pretty good energetically, I'm gonna be teaching about this in the, the new aura chakra dancing class. It's actually in their auric field. And um, so I'm really spending time in your aura and that third layer of the auric field, the mental plane where s sometimes self-criticism can really uh, tend to affect the body. There's also been brand new research that was just released, but it, they only do the research on women um, in their 70s and older regarding overdiagnosis of breast cancer. And the research indicated that uh, and I know that's not your age group, but I think it's interesting and something we need to look at. And I'm, I'm hoping they'll start to do it in other age groups. Uh, they did research where they said that women are being diagnosed too early and overtreated. And they are gonna start to look at, um, at that age group, can women outlive 
cancers, kind of like prostate, you know, where they're not treating, it's difficult to treat prostate cancer anyway, unless you do surgery or radiation. I don't believe there's a chemo for it, but they're looking at that the, the treatments are actually more problematic for that age group and uh, especially with early diagnoses. So I think it's, I think we're changing the way we're looking at all forms of cancer and not being so afraid of it or terrified or shutting down uh, if indeed we have it, especially early stages. And I'm sure you get regular mammograms since you had uh, that cancer nine years ago, correct? That I already had breast cancer. Um, and this would have come on like very quickly Suddenly. or whatever. So yeah. um, that's why I'm just yeah. kind of wondering, yeah, if it is capsular contracture and I was taking some peptides and maybe that kind of contributed. I don't think so. I, I, don't, I, I don't think peptides would do that to your body. Uh, but again, I'm not an herbologist or, you know, I, I don't specialize in that area, but I don't think so. So we're, we're all going to send you beautiful light so that your biopsies are, first of all, interesting. In, in other words, not too scary or painful for you and that the outcome is positive. And if you want to, you could write me into the website when you're done and let me know. And I can give you, if you have questions afterwards, I'm happy to give you my impressions. You can just write into the website if you want to. Okay, and then you said what? So what if my entire body is happy? Is that what kind of? What yes, I don't want you to focus just on breast tissue because sometimes what we focus on that we're worried about actually we're sending negative energy there. So what if my entire body is happy and happy bodies are healthy? Mm -hmm. And and then self nurturing, self self nurturing. And I will continue to work on the third layer of your auric field actually. Okay. Okay, and okay. I will try to as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I will continue to work on it. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to send you bright light for your biopsies and everything. Because I, I want you, I want this to be a, a great, ex I want this to be resolved in a positive way for you. I truly do. Yes, me too, because I would like to have, yeah, a child. <laughs> sure, of course, yeah. of course, yeah, of course. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling me in. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Sarah, for joining us from uh, the Nevada area. If you need more information about Marie, you can visit energyintuitive.com. We'll uh, swiftly run down over, well, actually a little over to Eugene, Oregon, where we have Katie joining us. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the show. Hi. I'm so happy to be on the air with you. Yay. Oh, we're happy too, Katie. What can I do for you? Um, I am wondering if you have any insight into my sleep. It's just been... Mm -hmm difficult for me to get enough sleep and it's really impacting <laughs> me <laughs> how how long has that been going on i mean i would say this is a pattern that's been even when i was in high school um i would sometimes it would take me a really long time to fall asleep and i've gone through different phases with it where i've slept better and um slept worse but this most recent phase i would say um, maybe like six months. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Six months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a long time. So when people are going through phases like that, it's because they can't shut down their brain, right? Mm -hmm. They can't stop thinking, analyzing, or processes, or they stay in this awake mode. Make sure you have all of your devices turned off a couple hours before you hit the hay. That's huge yeah, and significant. Okay. And it maybe not even bring your devices into your room. That could be really, really helpful. I would take some, mm -hmm. a great form of magnesium because that can help relax you. Have you ever done yin yoga before? 
Um, yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. So I would do some before you go to bed because it will calm down your neurological system. You could even pull some up on YouTube and just do a few positions, maybe for like 20 minutes and just really let your endocrine system relax. I think that will get you off to sleep. But I feel like you're just thinking too much, overthinking and you're, you worry a lot during the day. And then those worries are affecting your cortisol levels and your endocrine system. And then it's waking you up throughout the night. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't feel like I worry a lot, but maybe it's just unconscious. I think I think this is a really good question, you know, because you don't think you worry. I think you do. Uh, so could you ask yourself throughout the day? Is this a worry? Because just like some people don't like the word fear. Uh, some people don't like the word worry or they think that worry means something different than what it means. Like it's OK to be processing or analyzing information, but people only analyze and process out of worry and fear. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So. So we don't want your brain being overstimulated, thinking about the past or the future, because that's not what the Mm -hmm. brain is meant to do. It's meant to be present, which a lot of people have those experiences when they're on vacation. People let go. And and, and that's really right. That's where where, how we really can move into alignment. And that's normal for us. Um, Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I will work more on that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I'm also curious if you have any insight into my left knee, because I injured it about a year ago and it still yeah. is not healed. I think mm-hmm. I maybe tore the meniscus in it. I don't see a tear. I mean, I th- I feel stretchiness, you know, in the area, like it's a little loose is how I just would describe it, but I don't feel a tear. Do you have any of the near infrared or red light products that you could either place on top of it or sit next to and start feeding your knee some ATP? No, I don't, but I can look into that. Yeah, near infrared and red light mixed together. Um, That would be great. Okay. All right. Thanks. And if you have any more time wondering what my my lesson is to learn in this life, I remember you some people oh, that. Well, there's so many of them really, you know, like, cause there's things to be joyful about, things to grow about, things to get happy about. But my overall sense, and this is not, uh, a lot of people have this one too as well, but to just really love yourself unconditionally. You, you mm-hmm. know, if you have anything in your life that you already unconditionally love, if you could step into that experience with yourself, that would be incredible for you. And it's going to open up so many avenues to great success in so many areas of your life that you have not even discovered yet. You haven't even oh. knocked on the door. <laughs> wow, that's exciting. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. You're welcome. Which reminds me, you know, make sure that this hour or whatever time we have left, 40 minutes, is is the this opportunity for you to really fall deeply, madly crazy in love with you to practice it to experience it to try it on to see what it feels like just let this hour nurture you and remind you of how spectacular you are and really feel it really 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 take it in that's very true and uh, taking a vacation does help to like let things go and let your brain diffuse a little bit so you don't have all those things running around because i know that happened to me and it was really well worth it uh, with our last caller too about getting to sleep if your mind's yeah. so active, it is. It's, it can be troublesome to fall asleep if you got so much going on up there. Yeah. Got, learn, learn to break away from it, right? 
Right. All right. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here just outside of Seattle area. And my amazing power of intuitive what if cards are out. Here's what the cover of the cards look like. Um, I wanted something kind of adronymous, you know, just not too male, not too female, although there are some pretty eyelashes on here. Uh, or I think they're eyelashes. I'm not really sure. Who doesn't sure. love so good he, eyelashes? I've got great good eyelashes. I'm all about it, Marie. That's the best. That's true. Okay. This is very true. I love that. Um, so here's one of the what if cards. What if I am deeply in love with my accurate and powerful intuition? Mm. Mm. Uh, and we've sent out a lot. Well, I should say Jen has sent out a lot of these. She comes in every day and packages them up and sends them out. And I just want to know, how's it going? I know everybody just got them, but I'm just so excited. I can't wait to hear how these have helped uh, people to really embrace their intuition because everyone is intuitive. Everyone is. And to be able to have the confidence and the self-worth about your intuition so you can make different decisions, different than what your logical mind says to you, because logic is not as accurate as intuition when it comes to happiness and wealth and physical health and having a fulfilling career. Logic can't get you there, but your intuition can. Here's one more, um, which I think is really beautiful. What if I feel the universe celebrating my psychic gifts with me? Yay, I, I just love that. Those of you who have ordered, when you, if and when you start to feel the change, let me know. I want to know. Uh, I want to know how these cards are helping you. And for those of you who uh, might be interested, you can just go to energyintuitive.com and go to the store and order your cards. We will be selling them in our in-person events. Our self-love workshop is coming up. It's coming up at the end of October, a deep dive into the essence of self-love. And that class is filling up. So if you want to take it, I would highly recommend that you go to the website and register. Um, we'll be teaching it in the same hotel, the Lodge in Kenmore in the State Park of St. Edwards. It's so beautiful there and their food is incredible. Very high quality and really, really healthy. It's gonna be an amazing time, amazing event and kudos to Jen. Good job. I know you got a lot of packages to box up there. Good for you. You gotta do it. It's all about the little people behind the scenes. All right, we'll take Anna calling in from Seattle. Hi, Anna. Hi. <clears throat> Hello, can you hear me? Yes, what can I do for oh. you? Hi. Um, Hi. So I've just been through a lot of changes these past few months. And um, I don't know, like, I've um, when I go to sleep, I hear my dog bark, and then the lights are on that I know that I turned off. And then I'm having all these Ooh. different dreams. I know. And, you know, I'm having a lot of <clears throat> inner turmoil with the decisions I'm making because they're life-altering for my children. Um, mm -hmm. But I also feel that I can't continue living as I was um, yeah. in the previous relationship I was in. So they can be life altering in a positive way. And, you know, yeah. all of my kids love their dad, you know, and and their relationship has changed over the years, you know, obviously because That's of normal. their age and, yeah. and their growth. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but n none of them have told me that they wished I had stayed married to him. Not once. In fact, they have thanked me for divorcing him when I did. A few of them have said, I wish you'd done it a little earlier. <laughs> I think I chose the perfect moment in all of our lives, actually, because uh, it's a hard decision to make. So so the universe is definitely communicating with you. Lights flashing. It's trying to tell you something. And it's probably saying, yeah, you're doing a good thing. You're doing a great thing. Uh, so could you kind of look at, at it from that perspective? Like, what if the universe is appreciating and validating? because the universe actually is a very positive energy. It's also very direct. 
So it doesn't say a lot of don't do that. It mostly says do this or do this. It doesn't say negative things typically. So I would say that the universe is telling you, good job, you're on the right track. We've got you. And you're moving forward. And it's a hard thing. You know, it's it's not an easy thing, but it can be highly important and critical for the well-being of our children's psyche as they grow to be around more positive individuals. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, I agree to that 100%. It was just a really hard decision. And I lived in, you know, turmoil for like two years. And I was like, I just can't imagine living like this another 10 or another. Yeah, year or another so proud of you. It's a great decision. I think yeah. the universe is saying thank you mm-hmm. and celebrating you. I think even some of your departed loved ones are at your side and helping you and appreciating you and valuing you because it's we were raised you know around the world for such a long time that you never leave a relationship and you stay committed whether it was from religion or just family pressures or just tradition and now we're in a different place we're like well wait a minute what about the health and well-being of my own psyche and the, the rest of the family members you know so we're making different decisions and it's wonderful it's fantastic yeah and then I think about the financial aspect and all these other things, and I'm like, it's going to be okay. Like, I just keep of going. Of course. It will. It will. It, will. Mm-hmm. it really, really will. Yes. Okay. And then, uh, any, sorry, last question. Um, How does my energy look or anything I could do to help or <laughs> feel yeah, more? Yeah, it's, it's interesting how, you know, now it's the second aura that's really, it, it's the outla- outside layers of your auric field. So, like, the seventh, the sixth, and the fifth that are the most gray. Your chakras actually look really good. They look fired up. They look happy. They look excited. Um, And so do the first few layers of your auric field. So that seventh layer is about your connection to creation. It's also about your individualization. So really celebrating that, that you are making a good choice. You do know what you're doing. You are in alignment. And trusting that intuition, which which is your sixth layer, which is always that calm, soft, but direct translation letting us know that everything's okay like waking you up in the middle of night and turning the lights on and off just celebrating what you're doing so just step into the the most positive energy you can as often as you can throughout this whole transition it will make it so much better okay well thank you so much Mary. you're welcome have a beautiful day yeah thanks anna for joining us from the seattle area we'll take now kitty who's calling in from aurora illinois hi kitty welcome to the show Hi there. Thanks for taking the call. Sure. Hey, Marie, I've got uh, two housemates, um, one of which has been suffering headaches for quite a while and has been to lots of doctors and had MRIs, and finally they landed on glaucoma and they gave them drops, and uh, it eased a little bit uh, or it reduced pressure, but the pain is still there and it still comes and goes, like got to go lay down. And... um, He's seen a neurologist now, and they're just putting him on pain meds, which aren't doing any good. And it's just a mystery <laughs> to all the different doctors. Well, well it's, it's not a mystery to me, and I'm so glad he went and had all those tests, right? Because that can be a relief. Okay, I don't have a brain tumor. I don't have epilepsy. I don't have a bleed. You know, all of these kind of scary things that sometimes we might consider or think about. But in, in his case and in the case of most people who have chronic headaches and debilitating ones as well it's because he's highly highly intuitive and he's ignoring his intuition 
And that can also affect his eyes, the pressure in his eyes or his retina. And I know his retina is fine because he's had all these tests, but the eyes become affected because the eyes are about seeing yourself accurately. And when you're really, really psychic and you ignore that and you don't look into that energy well, it can not only does it create headaches because you're contracting the third eye that's in the brain, you keep shutting it down and that's painful. it can be for many people, it can be very painful. And then also the eyes can act up and have issues because you can't see yourself or you won't see yourself accurately. So that's okay. the well, that's energetic the reason. Too, he's, he's got kind of a blurry, blurry vision sometimes. And he basically retired yeah. early because it just wasn't going away. So, Well, he, he needs to recognize that he's very intuitive. He's psychic off the charts and he needs to start moving into that energy and start uh, utilizing that in his life for himself. Okay. Well, the the challenge will be that um, he's anti-spiritual <laughs> was raised. So why, in- so why is he your roommate? I'm just curious <laughs> because I just, and I, I'm not saying anything wrong about him, but you're putting a lot of energy into someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of yeah, energy. Well, be, because um, he is married to my ex-husband take that in. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and, that's that's nice. And they were having a financial crisis in their life and needed a place to live. So we're we're preparing to disconnect again. It comes spring. Great. Um, yeah. So you're too nice. This is this is the nice. real reason why you called. You know, oh. you're too nice because you know, just like how I've diagnosed this man's problems, but he's not interested. He doesn't want to know. He doesn't want to deal with all of that. That's great. That's his own decision. Free will is the strongest law in the universe. And we need to respect that and honor it. Just like, I don't believe it's my job to convince people that energy is real. That's not my job. My job is to just do my job. And that I attract people the major, like 99% of the time, people who already believe in it and utilize it in their life and have had incredible experiences for them. So you're too nice. Don't let them move back in again. Don't be, don't be taking care of other people. I want you to start putting your energy into you. You have lovely, beautiful energy and you have the energy of a healer. And a lot of healers are not meant to heal their family. They're meant to heal the general public. And it's pretty, it's a pretty easy litmus test to find out because there are some healers. I've met one, one who's meant to heal their family and not the general public. And when you have people in your, when it's your family, they love, adore, and cherish you and treat you like a queen, fly you around the world, buy you presents, call you regularly, tell you how amazing you are. When you have to fight to get people to take better care of themselves that are part of your family and you're a healer, that means you're supposed to help heal the general population. So stop giving your energy away to individuals who aren't going to utilize your gifts and your talents and seriously consider giving advice or, or whatnot to individuals that don't share your DNA or previous marriage licenses or things like that. Okay. Okay. And I'm not kidding. I'm like, like they're so strong when they're telling me this for you. So strong. Uh, Which, which part in particular? This whole part that you're too nice. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So might that be related to the year that I'm just coming off of, of symptoms of ulcerative colitis and that I really feel like I'm coming out the other side of it, but just don't want it to recur because that's the second time for me in 10 or 15 years. 
Yes, absolutely. So when people have, you know, intestinal issues, immune response issues like that particular disease, it does come from self-criticism and not loving and cherishing themselves. And you clearly love and cherish other people effortlessly and you take wonderful care of them. I want you to stop doing that for a while because it's depleting your energy. I want you to only start to love and cherish yourself. And when you've got that down, which could take you years, years, then you can maybe be a little bit nicer to some of the people around you or generous, but I, I want you to really work on your own self-worth. I want you to become selfish. You really won't be, but it's going to feel like it. And then consider helping complete strangers because it's not going to drain your energy when you don't have an emotional relationship with someone. Hmm. Okay. That's tough. Okay. It's your job. Well, <laughs> I yeah. will work. I will work on that. Yes, please do. So this call was really for you, mm -hmm. not, your ex-husband's husband. <laughs> okay. Thank okay. For, for all your insight. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And I'm excited for you. I'm yeah. very excited for very you. Very much so. Thanks, Kitty, so much for the call. And yeah, she needs to just shift some of the goodness to herself. I mean, that's basically what we need to do, right? If she's so excited yeah. and, and good about everyone else, shift a little bit over. That's, that's a easy. lot over. All right. A lot. A lot. Marie says a lot. All right. Let's do mm -hmm. a lot. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll take Amy, who uh, tried in last week from the Bay Area. She called us back, and we're going to get her on. So, hi, Amy. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I'm so excited. Sure. <laughs> oh, great. What can I do for you? <laughs> hi. Um, I'm calling in for a mediumship reading. Ooh. <laughs> is, is your mother still living? My mother is living, but my stepmom passed. Um, oh. A, a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the woman has a motherly energy, right? And mm. it, doesn't, it doesn't always have to be your biological mom. It could even be a grandmother. So were you close to your stepmother? Oh, Maria, it's a long story. I moved in <laughs> with her uh -huh. when I was 10, and um, she was always super jealous of mm. my dad's love for me, and it was a very, mm. I never felt like I could be myself, um, mm. and I am going through a lot of healing um, right yeah. now, and it's interesting because I have, right when I started to kind of consciously kick off a healing, like another round of a healing process, really realizing that I had trauma and really kind of going deep into that, three of my clients who came in all in one week, all mm -hmm. were about their moms. Their issues were about perfect. their moms. So it's like, oh, isn't this fascinating? <laughs> I, th I think it's perfect. So I'm sure the reason why she's hanging around you is because she's apologizing. You know, when people leave their body, uh, when their energy leaves, their energy starts to ascend. It goes higher. goes really, really high. And they begin to start absorbing all kinds of information even beyond our human existence that all the pieces of the puzzle start to come together and um it, you know this person just was really immature emotionally just very immature emotionally and never really grew uh emotionally sort of speaking but she's apologizing like crazy and she's practicing being a loving compassionate kind mom on the other side so she stands kind of outside of your org field and tells you every single day that she's proud of you. And I know that you may not think that you need this or something like that, but it wouldn't be happening if you didn't need it. And you don't have to do anything. You don't have to thank her. You don't have to, you don't have to do any of those things except for maybe just receive it, you know, receive that 
if, if it feels comfortable for you, if you want to, that this person is apologizing and showing up differently. Yeah, I felt like for two years, it almost felt like, and I didn't know if this was just me projecting, but it felt like she was throwing daggers at me from the other side. And then about a month ago, I kept thinking, why are you in my thoughts? Why are you still judging me? Why, you know, how come I can't get this energy out? And then about a month ago, I felt this wave of forgiveness and I wrote a long letter to her Ah. and I put it in a drawer and I'm planning to I kind of am weaving it there until I'm ready to kind of take it out and, you know. So no one on the other side can throw daggers at you. It's impossible. (laughs) So Earth is the lowest vibrational reality in all of the universes. So people can throw Mm -hmm. things at you here, but when you leave (laughs) Earth, it's so obvious what will happen to you if you, you know, break uh, energy cycles. Like, it's so clear. Like, it's... so people can't throw and they just won't they can't so i'm sure that was just leftover residual from your brain she was close to you but it was irritating you because you know you you've had these negative um thoughts and feelings about her that were logical and made total sense and but she's so i think that wave of forgiveness probably happened too because she's been loving you and apologizing and saying i'm proud of you I witnessed an abusive situation when I was about six years old that was physical between my parents. And I have, I can tell that story without crying. It's like part of my song, you know, I feel like I'm good with it. And I learned so much from that. But with her, there are a couple instances with her where when I think about it, it still is so raw for me, just a lot of hurt and pain. So here's what I'd love for you to do, but you're healing. You're moving through this. She's helping you. This is great. Um, Ask. So when your energy is elevated, ask Mm -hmm. your higher self to please express to you what is in the highest good about that relationship. You want your higher self to show you the real reason why you guys came together. Uh, because there's yeah. always good in every experience. We just don't always know it till maybe we get way beyond it, right? Yeah, um, I'm starting to remember like, oh, I'm so grateful for this and that and and making a list of those things that I, I'm super appreciative of and, and I'm realizing she taught me to stand up for myself to the very uh, last day. <laughs> that's nice. That's, that's a huge yeah. lesson, especially for old souls who are too nice to everyone and and forget about their own personal power and how to yeah. use it in a way for them that allows them to grow and prosper in the world so that's that's yeah. lovely the last really thing she said to me on her deathbed was um you've made me so sad 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 you moved away and never came back and i'm so mad Aww. you've made my life Aww. so sad and it hurt so bad but i realized the fifth day i was there i looked at her and i said okay well she goes, you just go back to California. And I said, okay, I will. I love you. You know, and it really made me stand up for myself. Like I got to go back. My kids are there. My husband's there. And But she was also telling you that she loves you without saying it. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I know this woman was abusive. Mm. I know it. Right. I, but she yeah. was also her way of telling you that she loved you because she didn't really know how to communicate well, not through loving kindness. Okay. 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 That so, okay. So no daggers. And I'm excited for both of you. 
Thank you so much, Marie. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks, Amy, for joining us from the Bay Area. We're at our last break of the hour. We're going to take it right now. We'll be right back with more from Marie. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Chair Show. We're live here just outside of Seattle. And also know that every class I teach, I'm coaching you on how to do these fun, extraordinary, unique, but normal things uh, in terms of communicating with your auric field and your chakras or understanding the journey of souls and beings on the other side and all the different realms of beings. It's, it's really fascinating how to get there, how to play with it, how to understand it, how to connect with it, how to expand your energy to unite with it. So I'm always coaching you so you can have your own experiences, even when I'm not there, because I think that's critical and important. I kind of like that. You can still get things done without you being there. That's yeah, a, that's a bonus. Yeah, when a class is over with, you still want to be able sure. to have those experiences, yeah, right? right? Yeah. On. For more about uh, this classes and all the things that you offer, Marie, it's energyintuitive.com. If you want to hit up the website, we'll take now Kirsten calling in from Arizona. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, guys. I spoke to you about oh, a month and a half ago about my husband who passed. Oh. Remember? And it was romantic. Oh, yeah. I, I have remembered that conversation. Was it really a month ago already? I know, right? I mean, like, More than. Like, it seems like yesterday I've actually talked about yeah. that because it was just so touching. I didn't know he, he were massaging his feet. I didn't see that picture, yeah. but he just kept saying it was romantic, you know, but maybe because he knows that I think that is romantic too, which I do. So how well, are you? Life, I had him listen to the show and I said, this. he goes, Karis, you're rubbing his feet. That's romantic. That's my love language with personal pets, and mine wasn't. <laughs> I thought, so oh funny. And so so how, are you, anyway, how are you doing? Uh, how am I doing? Uh, you know, I've been doing really well, except I talked to someone yesterday with gifts, and I feel today off. I feel hmm. like she threw a bunch of names, and she was caught in some stuff, but I feel off, and I don't know why. And mm-hmm. I, I just feel like I'm, I don't know if I'm more sad. I don't know if I'm hurting my kids. My You're not hurting your kids. And it's okay to be sad. Yeah. I mean, grief is just, it's one of those things, yeah. you know, that kind of keeps, and we can have grief, not just about someone who's passed, it can about all kinds of things, you know? I, I, yeah. So it's okay to be sad. And, and when you're picking readers, and I'm not saying anything negative about that, about, about this reader at all, by the way, I'm definitely not. Um, just you want to pick them when your energy is elevated and you want to you know experience you because you want to have the highest energetic experience possible um but it's okay to be sad yeah like today can you read me okay because <laughs> yeah your energy looks beautiful which is another reason i'm like oh uh, this reader i think did a great job i mean i don't know what the conversations were about or anything like that but your energy looks lovely it's very high oh, wow. frequency it looks very clean um, even though you're feeling sad, your energy looks very happy and excited about life, but it's oh, okay really? to be sad. Like it happens. It uh, happens. Well, I appreciate that because I'm like, okay, now what am I supposed to do with myself? <laughs> <laughs> well, even when we're sad, we can still go and have experiences, right? But it's okay to be sad. It's, it's not, a, it's a, when we're authentically sad, it can be a very healing experience. I'm one of those people who never honestly thinks that everyone's going to live forever even people who are younger than me i've just always been even before i knew i was a spiritual type person i've always just been i've just been aware that anyone can leave at any moment so i've grieved sometimes 
the crossing of people way before they ever left the planet, you know, just because I've just had a feeling about it or a knowingness about it. So sorrow is an okay energy to have. There's nothing wrong with it. Yes. Um, I, yeah. And I did have that before he passed a little thing too. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Very intuitive yeah. of you. Very intuitive. It's so crazy because he's young, you know, but and yeah. the like, you have 10 years before we have to clean you out. And then it's 27 days and he's dead. Wow. Yeah. And anyway, I don't I think that I think that's healthy to have those experiences, even though we don't want them and people try to push it out of their head and not let themselves go to that place. But the reality is you were prepping yourself. You already did a little bit of grief work before the actual event, which is very health helpful because it can help you to get through all the preparations and things you need to do when someone suddenly dies. So that's yeah, wonderful. God gave me that gift. But I was like, yes. well, I don't want to lose people. Like I had in my gut this feeling. And I didn't think it would be yeah. my husband. <laughs> you know? but, but you knew. You knew something was coming down the pike. Yeah. 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 So do you, do you, does he have anything else he wanted to tell me today maybe? that? Yeah. He's just, he's right with you. It's almost like he's glued to you, like Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's being very, very loving and extremely nurturing. And that could be bringing some tears up too, just having him so close, you know? Um, he just feels like you need some TLC today and he's all over it, which is really nice. Yeah. Okay. And anything else you think I am need, missing, could? Well, I, I just think, have you, thought it, have you thought about exploring the multisensory world as a profession for you or a really cool, amazing hobby for you? Have you thought about that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, although I, I'm only with my religion and this. Oh, yeah. Well, I, know, I don't, you know, you're talking away. Tell me. So how about this what if question? What if my religion and my spirituality are married together in a joyful union? Yeah, that's the one I've been asking myself. Because I don't think people have to throw away old beliefs. I, as we grow, okay. our beliefs change. That's just normal. It's very, very normal. And I know not everybody around us grows at the same rate. And so, especially if you're a part of an organization and, and a lot of other people aren't growing, let's say, uh, and you are, that can feel a little uncomfortable, but you can take your favorite parts of your religion and marry it with your spiritual growth. And, and I think that's beautiful. I, I, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I'm not a religious person, but I do love Catholic churches empty. And I have been baptized uh-huh. Catholic. So we were Catholic until I was like five or something like that. Um, my parents left the church when we were quite young because my mother wanted to take birth control pills because she already had five kids and her youngest got very ill for a couple of years. And of course, she got excommunicated when she got curious about that. Um, but I still find them beautiful. And, and, and I, so I don't throw that away. I, I seek them out, especially when I'm traveling, you know, to go into a Greek Orthodox church or a Catholic church in Italy. Um, is very fulfilling and feeds my energy. So enjoy that part of yourself and take that along with you as you expand into your spiritual consciousness. Okay, because I hear you know from my kids, well, I don't think Dad would want you to be reaching out to him. And then that's not true. The other side loves it and thinks that it's normal and wants all of humanity to up their game so that they can use their intuition to communicate between veils. So it's very, very normal. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, thank you again. And I'm sure You're on. welcome. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks, Kirsten, for joining us from uh, the Arizona area. Uh, we'll take one, maybe two, if we can sneak another one on. But first, it'll be Nicole from Beaverton, Oregon. She's uh, with me, the last of the Pac-2 in the Pac-12 conference. Uh, it's the Oregon Beavers. I have no and, idea what you're I, talking about. It's just because it's sports that. reference. It's the only thing I'm going to say for today. <laughs> so go Cougs and go Beavs because we're the only ones left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nicole, are you there? Hi, I'm here. Hi. Hi. Hi, what, what can I do for you? Hi. Well, Marie, I have followed your advice for about a year ago, and now I find myself in a new predicament. Ooh, advice, exciting. It's a, one, it's a wonderful thing, and I think it's one of the things you guys like to talk about. It's a relationship question combined mm-hmm. with joy and intuition. So here mm-hmm. goes. I took up dancing, partner dancing. It brings mm-hmm. me so much joy. I'm totally in love with it. I'm dancing multiple times a week. I I love it. Along the way, uh, of course, I'm just glowing and happy, and now people are asking me out. Anyhow, gentleman walked me to my car, gave me a kiss goodnight. It was a beautiful kiss, gorgeous dancing. I mean, I feel so good dancing with him. Great. This was beautiful. All of it was great. Go out to dinner a couple times. And so now he starts telling me, some of the actual like shadow sides of things of himself. Mm-hmm. And now uh-huh. all the a little intuition, is it intuition? Is it resistance? I've got little alarm bells going off in my head that this is not a good match. So now my question is, how could I, how do I navigate feeling so much joy? Yeah. One well, I wish you wouldn't bring up all of his skeletons in his closet so quickly. You know, when you're getting to know someone, you should be in happy, positive energy, unless there's something critical that you need to know, you know, that would help you like if he was married or, you know, uh, still serving a part time prison term or something like that, you know, like, like th- those are critical. He may not be the right person for you because he doesn't know how to maintain his vibration and his energy. But you don't have to be worried or upset about it. Can you tell me one of the red flags so I can just get a kind of a little hit on it? Sure. Let me let me be succinct about it. Give me a second to come up with something really. Okay, slow. and we are running out of time too, so just be aware of that. Good. Okay. Exactly. He was in a relationship <laughs> with the. Oh, he was married before, and mm-hmm. his anger streak keeps kind of coming up in different ways. He about said, the marriage. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he says that his fault with the whole thing was how he was too permissive. She's kind of has a background with growing up from, you know, being abused as a kid. So her, yeah. all I wouldn't, like a, I wouldn't call this a red flag. I mean, I wish she hadn't told you this so early, you know, obviously he's pretty self-aware, but he needs to, you know, if he wants to work on not being too passive in a relationship, then he might need a coach to help him. But so I wouldn't call that a red flag at all. That's just okay. oversharing too soon. And from his perspective, but I wouldn't call that a red flag. And some people are angry. I, I'm still pissed off about my ex-husband from time to time. I don't think that's like, I don't think I don't want to be, but it's just a reality of my experience. But I, I don't think that's a red flag. Why don't you do this? Be very, before your next date, be very loving and nurturing to yourself because this is also about you receiving what's in your highest good. And you have resistance about that. You don't trust easily. You have a lot of betrayal in your heart chakra. So be very, very loving to yourself before your next date and see what happens. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll say yes to another date. <laughs> yeah, I would. 
I, yeah, I, and then I, let us know all about it. Yeah, and, sure. and then we and then you know then we can talk about it further. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. And remember, take this time, this hour into your full day to love yourself as often as you can. It will transform your life. It will elevate it, upgrade it. You'll be excited and grateful. Bye-bye for now.